Hello and welcome to your Damascus Daily Prayer Lab. My name is Mary Kettinger and I am a missionary here at Damascus where we are working to awaken, empower, and equip a generation to live the adventure of the Catholic faith. Today we are reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 11, verses 29 through 32. Let's pray. While still more people were gathered in the crowd, Jesus said to them, This generation is an evil generation. It seeks a sign, but no sign will be given it except the sign of Jonah. Just as Jonah became a sign to the Ninevites, so will the Son of Man be to this generation. At the judgment, the Queen of the South will rise with the men of this generation, and she will condemn them, because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And there is something greater than Solomon here. At the judgment, the men of Nineveh will arise with this generation and condemn it, because at the preaching of Jonah they repented, and there is something greater than Jonah here. In all honesty, this gospel reading has always confused me a little bit, but I think the key to understanding this passage is to look at it from the context of the Jewish people. The scribes and the Pharisees knew scripture extremely well, and they would have been familiar with all the messianic prophecies indicated in the Old Testament. In the passage right before the reading we hear today, Jesus cures a demon-possessed man who was both blind and mute, all of which are signs prophesied in the Jewish scriptures. The crowd, however, refuses to believe in Jesus' identity, saying that he casts out demons by the power of Satan. When the crowd asks for another sign, Jesus refuses to give them further proof of his identity, except the sign of Jonah. A sign points to something else beyond itself, and the sign of Jonah is both a parallel and a foreshadowing of Jesus' death and resurrection, in which the Jewish people received one final opportunity to be convinced of Jesus' identity. As I was praying through this reading, I kept coming back to a line from the Gospel of John. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. I have often wondered what it would have been like to have li- to live in Jesus' time and to eat dinner with him and hear him preaching to crowds and to witness him perform miracles. I have wondered how I would respond, what I would think, and what I would do. But the Pharisees and scribes did live in Jesus' time. They did eat dinner with him. They did hear him preach, and they did witness him perform miracles. And they still doubted. They still asked for more signs. Their hearts were so hardened that they could not respond to the Messiah with a spirit of repentance and conversion. And Jesus is showing a bit of frustration in this passage. He's basically saying to them, Don't you guys get it? All the signs point to me. Stop being unbelieving, but believe. As hard as it is to admit, I think many of us are guilty of pharisaical attitudes toward God. We ask for signs and miracles and healings, and if they don't happen, we lose faith. I like to call this treating God like a gumball machine. That is, when we care more about what we can get out of Him than we care about our relationship with Him. It's almost as if saying to God, I'll take the miracle, but I don't want you. God simply desires our hearts, and sometimes He withholds things from us if He can see that our faith is becoming dependent on external circumstances. Of course, God wants to heal us and reveal His great power to us. 
but sometimes we do not have the necessary heart posture to receive it. No miracle will ever be sufficient to engender faith within those who love their sin and refuse to turn to God. Miracles and signs and wonders are often followed by acts of repentance and conversion. In God's great providence, he allows those things to be avenues toward greater relationship with him, but they can never be replacements for God himself. May Jesus always be the only Lord of our lives. Amen. This has been a reflection on the Gospel of Mark. Thank you to St. Gabriel Radio for supporting Damascus. Again, my name is Mary Kettinger. And to learn more about Damascus programs and events, visit us at www.damascus.net.